0: In last week's episode, we took some time to dive in and talk about how to handle getting criticism. Criticism is that little word that absolutely has an impact on each and every one of our lives, whether we are the one giving it or receiving it. So, in this week's episode, we're going to take just a little bit of time to dive into some helpful tips on how to give criticism. Again, last week, we talked about how to receive it and how to handle it when you get it. This week, we're going to dive in to talk about some really helpful tips on how to give it because when we are the ones giving it, we have a lot of power in our hands to build someone up and help them become better or to really tear somebody down. Here we go. Hey there, I'm Tiffany Martin, and over the past decade, I've practiced as a counselor and been able to work with individuals from all over the globe in creating transformative change in their lives. During that time, I became deeply passionate about helping people get unstuck, organized, becoming confident, and really just living a life that they absolutely love. Now, I'm on a mission to help people navigate through the chaotic and even more exhilarating seasons in this thing called life that we live. Looking for help with mindset, character, getting started, growth, organization, or personal and leadership development? Well, you have found your home here. Because week in and week out, I'll be sharing candid tips and inspiring interviews to drive your mindset and life forward. These are the tools to change your life. This is Talk with Tiff. So in the previous episode when we talked about handling criticism, we defined criticism as a judgment of our merits and our faults or our faults. We defined it as, you know, just being aware of maybe some of the things we're doing wrong and some of the things that we're doing right. So in this week's episode, when we're talking about how to give criticism, I'm gonna go over six helpful ways that you can incorporate starting today, starting right now, if you have criticism to give to somebody. This can absolutely help you on your journey to giving it effectively and to being able to help somebody in this situation instead of tearing them down. We're here for growth. That's what we want. That's why I'm here. And so if we can get this key piece down because criticism is a part of our lives, then we can move on to do some really great things to correct our mistakes and to move forward in an amazing fashion. So the first way that you can really prepare and give criticism is to Understand your intentions. Check yourself and check your heart. Check your motive behind the criticism. Are you doing this to be helpful to somebody or are you doing this to destroy them, to hurt them, to make them feel bad about themselves? That is the biggest question and the first helpful tip that will really help you. I want you to check your heart, check your motive, and... Understand what your goal is. The goal should be to be helpful. The goal should be to help the other person in the situation, not to demean them, humiliate them, make them feel bad about themselves. None of those things. It should only be to help them. If your goal is to help somebody in this situation, then you're safe to move on in the means of, you know, The constructive criticism, because as we talked about in the prior episode, we defined, you know, constructive and destructive criticism. I won't go back too far. If you want an overview of it, you can go back to episode 13 and listen to the entire episode and you'll get some great information on how to receive criticism. But as we're talking about how to move forward and give it, you know, if You know that this is going to help somebody or you want to help somebody. If that's your goal, then you're probably safe to move on to the next five helpful tips in giving it. But some ways to figure out what your motive really is, is you can ask yourself a few questions. You know, the first question might be, would I feel comfortable giving this criticism if it wasn't? Something near and dear to my heart, if it wasn't personally attached to me, if I was on the outside looking in and I saw the situation occur, would I still feel the need to give criticism? If the answer is no, then you probably don't need to give it. You just might be emotionally involved and tied to the situation and hurt, and you need to go explore that. But if you would still say yes, then this might be something that you need to address. So that you can get some clarity on, you know, if this is something that you want to move forward with. Another question you can think about asking yourself is, will this criticism, me giving this criticism to this individual, make me look better? If it's going to make you look better and hurt the other individual, then it's probably not constructive criticism. It's probably just you trying to feed your ego. Yeah. And we don't want to do that, not by hurting other people. We want to be building other people up. So ask yourself that question. We don't want to gratify our egos at all. That's honestly a sign of insecurity. And we're trying to build confidence and our value and our worth and our worthiness and our enoughness in positive ways that build others up as well. You don't have to knock somebody down to make yourself look taller. You can actually build someone else up and stand tall with them. We're all about community over competition. Another question you can ask yourself is, does this particular criticism, does it bring pain? Is it hard for me to give this criticism to somebody else or do I like it? Does it make me feel good? If it's hard for you to give it, if it's hard for you to want to give it to this individual, that's probably a good sign that you actually need to do it. Whereas if it feels good or you're getting any pleasure out of giving this criticism to the other individual, then you probably don't need to give it. You probably just need to hold your tongue, back away from the situation and figure out um, what's going on internally. Number two, the second helpful way to give out criticism is to really keep it private. Okay, guys, you don't want to go into criticizing somebody in front of a group setting. You actually want to pull them aside, maybe schedule a meeting or ask them if you can have a quick conversation with them. Face-to-face, I believe, in my opinion, is always the best way to give criticism because you can see the person's facial expressions. They can see yours. You can see tone or hear tone, excuse me. You can see their body language. Being able to communicate face-to-face, I feel like, is one of the best ways to do it because you have a gauge on body language. What you're saying, the words that you're saying only... Go so far, but when you're able to couple it with things like body language, tone, facial expressions, all of those things, it can really help to either escalate a situation into an area that you don't want it to go to or de escalate, bring it down because people can really see your true heart. So, keeping it private and doing it on a one on one basis or only involving the people in the party who need to be involved is really key and really crucial. You don't want to do this in a group setting because when you do, you can really <laughs> hurt somebody else's feelings, you know, you can put them in an uncomfortable situation, you can put yourself in an, in an even more uncomfortable situation, and it can honestly just ruin your credibility. You don't want to put yourself out there as, you know, somebody who's going to put people on blast or, you know, call out people's faults in front of other people. You want to do it in private so that you can respect them and in turn, respect yourself. The third helpful way that I have to give out criticism is to be specific. And when I say that is, I'm saying that when you confront somebody with criticism, and we're talking about constructive criticism here still, you want to be very explicit. You want to say exactly what you mean, provide examples if you can to, you know, back up all of your claims and what you're going to say to them. You want to be specific so that you can bring clarity to the situation. If you're really vague, the other individual or the other party might not understand what you're saying. And in the form of criticism, you want to be clear because you want to Address what's going on so that you can clear up the air, so that you can get that issue resolved and move forward. If there's no clarity, then the opposite of that is confusion. And where there's confusion, you're not able to make progress or grow in the manner that you're trying to grow in. So it's very, very, very important that you be specific in what you're talking about, in this feedback that you're giving. It's so critical that you're clear, concise, and specific. You wanna to get to the point quickly. Don't um, beat around the bush or you know, <laughs> take your time to try to dance around the criticism and what you're trying to say. It's just gonna draw things out. It could hurt feelings and, and leave people confused in the situation. So you want to be able to illustrate it if you can. Talk about the actions or the problem or whatever's going on in a really specific manner so that you can get to the heart of the issue pretty fast and then be able to move on forward in your relationship, in the conversation, in all of it. Helpful tip number four is to go after the problem, address the problem, don't attack the person. We don't want to make our confrontation with criticism, constructive criticism, something that really goes after another individual. You never want to attack a person or their character or anything like that when you are confronting them with constructive criticism. Instead, you want to be able to address the problem. Show them that and stay away from, you know, things like you always, this always happens, you never. Statements like that can really come off as attacking an individual instead of addressing the specific problem that's going on. And that really goes kind of back into step number or helpful tip number three. If you can be specific about the problem at hand, then addressing that will... Being able to address that will be a lot easier and not attacking the person. Again, you never want to go after their personal character or anything like that. If it becomes a a personal attack, you're going to lose credibility with that person. You could possibly ruin a relationship for who knows how long. You can ruin your own credibility with other people and you will just lose. It'll be a lose-lose situation. Nobody's going to win if you're going after the person and their character instead of after the problem. You want this to be a collaborative effort at the end to where when they feel your criticism, when when they get a hold of it, they're able to say, wow, I can grow from this. Maybe it stings a little bit, maybe it doesn't, but at the end of the conversation, you want them to take the information that you gave them and say, Wow, okay, maybe there was some merit in that. Let me examine myself and see how I can move forward in a productive and calm manner instead of, you know, and fix whatever issue was brought up instead of immediately throwing up walls, becoming defensive, you know, and just walking away from the whole situation completely broken or torn or devastated. Again, Helpful tip number four, go after the problem, not the person. Stay away from the person's character. We want to address the problem, not attack the person. Helpful tip number five, we want to provide ideas for improvement. Presenting the criticism is only half of the criticism. It's only half of this conversation that you want to have with another individual or people involved in the criticism that you're giving. If it's your kids, if it's your husband, if it's your employees, if it's a coworker, if it's a volunteer at your church, wh- what, whoever you're dealing with, you don't wanna just bring up the criticism and say, hey, this is what you're doing wrong. I was specific, I checked my motive, and I know that, you know, I wanna help you. I'm talking to you personally, I'm keeping it private, I'm attacking the problem, not the person, you still want to be able to provide ideas for improvement because that's the second half of the criticism. If you just come with a problem, if you just come with the issue, then you're creating more issues. But if you can come with the issue at hand and say, you know what, this is what's going on, this is what I've seen, these are a few ways that I think that the situation can be improved in the future. These are some ways that I think that you can work on this. That can bring so much clarity and so much help to the other person because they might not even know how to correct the situation in the future. They might not have any idea before you brought this criticism up that they were even doing anything wrong, you know, or that they were doing something in a manner that you didn't like. So addressing the issue at hand, you know, confronting somebody is only half of the equation in this whole deal. You want to be able to come up with some improvements in some, way that, some ways that they can make it better in the future. If you do that, I can guarantee you almost, <laughs> no, I can pretty much guarantee that you're going to make the situation of the confrontation a little bit better because it shows that you have a heart to help. So if you can check your motive, check your heart in the situation, keep it private, be specific, attack the problem, address the problem, not the person, not don't attack them, and provide ideas for improvement, this is really gonna help in your efforts to be helpful and to give some effective constructive criticism the sixth and final tip is to end with encouragement. You want to really sandwich your criticism in between two positives. So you want to start the conversation off with a positive on a positive note, throw that constructive criticism into the middle of the conversation, and then end with a positive. People will be so grateful for that. And they'll remember probably more the last thing you said than all of the criticism. And you'll take some of the heat away from that particular feedback. You can take some of the blow out of it if it's super hurtful to them in any way. By sandwiching it into an encouragement sandwich, putting it in the middle of an encouragement sandwich, you can really boost somebody's confidence while steering them on the track of growth. So I really encourage you to take these six helpful tips and write them down if you need to go back through this podcast and take notes so that you have the helpful tips that you need to be able to go into your next conversation or your next you know piece of feedback with somebody. And it's really applicable in any situation, whether you're a mom, a daughter, a wife, a friend, an employee or a boss. This can really help you in each and every situation because people matter and they matter most. If you're disciplining your kid, take them in private and have a conversation. If you are, you know, a boss, you don't have to call people out in front of other employees. You know, we want to make sure that we're building people up even when we are giving them feedback. It is so critical. People have feelings, they have emotions. And again, we were never meant to be an island. We were always meant to be in relationship with other people. So we want to build healthy and happy relationships with others. So (laughs) people matter and they matter most. So we want to make sure that we are dealing with them in a way that boosts them up, that encourages them, and that stirs them on and spurs them on for growth. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode of Talk with Tiff. I really enjoy our episodes and our time together week in and week out. If you enjoyed any bit of this episode, I would love for you to go and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and then write and review the show. It really helps for people to see your input, to see if this is a podcast that would be for them or not. Yes. Also, if you have any input or recommendations or shows or topics that you want me to address on the show, feel free to email me at hello at tiffany martin co. That's hello, H E L L O, at Tiffany, T I F F A N Y, Martin, M A R T I N, and A N D C O dot com. I'll be there to answer any and all of your questions that you have for me. And I can't wait for us to join each other again next week on the podcast.